And now we're going to go live to our custom stream. I hope it works. If not, oh, good. It is working. Whew. Since we have that one time that it didn't work, I'm always like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it does make me nervous for sure. All right, it looks like we are connecting. That's awesome. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to clearproptv.com, PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. If you're listening to us, you can also go to paratalk.org. This is part of runintothesky.org, our nonprofit. Welcome, Butch Fly. I see you in the super chat. Kramer, welcome. Good to see you, too. Travis DuPont. Uh, John Wayne, John Wayne's always here. We need to just send him a bunch of stuff because he's always here and he always wins. And of course, Will Fly and everybody else here on the panel. Jeremy just popped in. Good to see you, Jeremy. Thank you for joining us tonight. Tonight, we are going to be talking with Mark Barron. He has a lot of fun things that we're going to be talking about. But before we get to Mark, uh, let's go ahead and say hello to everybody in the on the panel. James Bevel from JBPPG. Tonight, he's going to be giving away a sticker, a decal. What you got going on, buddy? Like I said, I come up with it a couple weeks ago. It ain't even hit the website yet. So whoever uh, wins the spinning wheel for it tonight will uh, be the first one to see it. Oh, that sounds awesome. A little little shout out to him, to, to JB, uh, James Bevel, because I got my very own uh, PPG Grandpa mug that also has run into the sky on the other side. If you want to get mugs, definitely get up with JB over at JB PPG. Thank you very much, James. We definitely appreciate you, buddy. No we also got Butch Fly in the house. What's up, Butch Fly? What's going on? Butch, so so it's here. so it's fly, Butch Fly, like a bird. Like a bird. Right, yeah, because that's the first thing that you said, right? When you uh, landed <laughs> like a, I flew like a bird. Yep, and it stuck. <laughs> that's awesome. So how many flights you got today? You got a couple flights in, right? Yep, I got six and seven in today. Excellent. Well, congratulations. He is our very first uh, person that we got in for runintothesky.org, a nonprofit organization to help disabled vets and disabled people run into the sky. And he's the first guy to run into the sky. And his name is Butch Fly. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, Butch, on all, all that fun stuff that you're doing. Can't wait to do some more cross countries with you. Thank you. I've so got Butch, or we also got Scuba Steve in the house. What's up, Scuba Steve? What's up? Just back in from the spring wing fly-in, and, you know, we went live and waited for Will, and then there was a time discres discrepancy, so, you know, crap happens, but here we are. <laughs> awesome. You do a show on Fridays. What is that about, and how do we get to it? Fridays, 8 to 10 Eastern Standard Time. I mainly talk about vaping, but I also talk about paramotors. And maybe I'm going to split channels before too long and just make a separate paramotor channel. Um, you can just go to paramotordude.com. That'll take you right to it. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us, Scuba Steve. We always appreciate you. We also got Jim from Canada, eh, with his Kangook America hat and his maple syrup smelling money. Good to see you, my friend. It's good to be here. Well, excellent. Uh, you are going to be giving away a, a PPG calendar from ppgcalendar.com? That's correct. Uh, am I still worth 10% uh, on your website? Most definitely. Anybody yeah. who mentions 
TPT Grandpa will get 10% off any order that they make. That is awesome. Well, we are so glad that you're here, but we know that you're driving, so I'm not going to hang on you too long. But if you guys want to go over and check out uh, Jim up in Canada, he does make a lot of decals, which are decals, stickers, paramotor calendars, anything that you want. Go over to carepp.com and check that out. You want to see his shenanigans? Go to carepg.com. Good to have you, Jim. And your maple syrup smelling money. We also got Linda Anderson <laughs> from ParamountUSA.com. How are you doing, Miss Linda? Hey, welcome. Welcome, my the panel. Good to be here. Mondays, Monday nights, always my favorite night of the week. You know that. And well, <clears throat> welcome, chatters. I'm so glad that you're all here with us on Monday night. It's going to be a great show. We got Mark in the house tonight, and he's going to talk about all his flying adventures and all the good stuff. And if you want to be a guest on my show like Mark, then go to ParamountUSA.com, which takes you right to my Facebook page. And you can DM me, you can call me, whatever you got to do and say, hey, I want to be on, what do I say? I want to be on your show. There you go. Yeah, so it's not PPG Grandpa's show anymore. It's uh, Paramount. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's all right. I'll, I'll give it to her. She she helps us out so much. It's awesome. So uh, thank you. Thank you, Linda. We definitely appreciate you. You want to be on the show, make sure you go to paramomusa.com. It does forward over to her Facebook page, PM her, DM her, whatever you want to do. She'll she'll hook you up. That's right. Thank you got you. it. We appreciate you. We also got Will Fly from Will Fly PPG. What's up, my brother? What's up? It's good to be here Monday night. My favorite show to be on, 8 p.m. YouTube Mondays. <laughs> Uh, just got back from seven days of just pure paramotor bliss at Bad Apples. Oh. And, uh, dang, man. It's kind of like, I don't know, visiting New York City and then coming home to Mayberry. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> like, wow. It's condensed soup for paramotors. But uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about stuff like that. And uh, it's good to be here. It's good to not be moving. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Now, now you have now you make a lot of videos, and your videos are really awesome. Uh, tell us about your videos, and how do we get up with them with your YouTube channel so we can watch them? Yeah, sure. Um, I love paramotors flying, and I love making videos about it—not just my adventures, but the adventures of others too. So, uh, yeah, uh, you can check me out at willflyppg.com or uh, search for Willfly on YouTube. Should take you to me. Also. Uh, the Bad Apples 2023 video is going to drop third quarter of 2024. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that makes sense. So if you haven't been over to Will's uh, YouTube channel, make sure you go over to willflyppg.com, subscribe and hit that bell notification because you know you want to see about Bad Apples in you know a year or so. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much. He's going to be doing the spinning wheel winning things tonight. So if you want to win something, make sure you say hello at Will Fly in the super chat. And of course, if you got questions tonight, make sure that you post them in the super chat, tagging at least Will Fly, if not Jim, Scuba Steve, James, Butch Fly, Paramom. Uh, not so much me because I don't really see the super chat when we're doing this. But tonight is not about me. It's not about the panel. Tonight is all about Mark. Mark Byrne, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, how's it going? It is going amazing. I wish I went to Bad Apples. I wish I was able to go to all these awesome fly-ins. But, you know, I will definitely do that pretty soon. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. 
Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into paramotoring? Sure. So um, I've been flying since 2017. Um, I course saw it on youtube um it was before tucker got though so i didn't see him until after i was already doing it um that's where most people get into this sport i guess um so i found uh it was weird i i was looking up kiteboarding um for some reason because i was going down to florida once a year and then i realized going down to florida once a year wasn't going to be enough to learn kiteboarding so i looked into other things and i was looking at landboarding and so that looked like it would hurt a lot. And then for whatever reason, you know, with the magic of YouTube suggestion engines, I saw a video about paramotoring. And so I was like, that looks fun. So I looked up a uh, an instructor that was local to me. His name is Michael, was Michael O'Daniel. Um, and he lived within about 30 minutes from me. So I went and trained with him, as did many of the locals around here. Unfortunately, we lost Michael to a paragliding accident in 2020, um, but the rest of us still continue on his legacy and kind of try and keep the the good uh, nature of flying free, as we call it. Uh, you know, it's it's one thing to fly around and not have many rules, and it's another thing to fly around and abuse those rules. So Michael taught us all to, to fly with uh, responsibility. So that was cool. Um, that's how I got into it. Um, but I, th I would say the, the dream of flight started in my twenties. I actually was trying to get into a private pilot's license. Um, for whatever reason, as a young 18 year old, I wanted to take my girlfriends to further places than I could drive like Martha's Vineyard and stuff like that. So I started learning how to fly in the middle of that flying. I got about 30 hours in. And I met a girl and decided I wanted to do other things with my weekends than flying. So that girl became my wife. We became a family. And she kept throwing me coupons like test drive, test flights and things like that. Like, you should get back into this. And uh, I never did. But the, the, the thing I liked about flight was the complete six degrees of motions, motion that you can do, right? So... Um, paramotoring has scratched that itch for me in more ways than one. So I know on the pre-show, we talked about you are getting into paragliding mm -hmm. and it sounds like you actually like paragliding more than paramotoring. Tell us a little bit about the paragliding and why you kind of like that more than the paramotors. Yeah. Like everybody in this sport, I've been struggling with uh, the perfect headset combination with you know enough sound um, reduction as well as the right radios and everything else um, the motor just is loud um, and so I've even bought an electric I have an SP 140 which is great because when you kill the motor and you're idling you get no motor sound in the background right it's wonderful um, and even the the prop sounds you know a little quieter than the the actual motor of a Moster 185, um, but it doesn't quite compare to free flight. Um, I went down to uh, Costa Rica with One Up Adventures uh, in March, I believe, and um, 
Travis and Kyle uh, were prepping us on the way down there. And I was like, hey, I'm going to bring a radio. Is everybody going to have a radio? And he's like, what do you need a radio for? And I'm like, well, when I paraglide, aren't I going to have to talk to you? Because I've never done it before. He goes, we're just going to yell to you. <laughs> so I was like, really? That's how it works? So literally, I ran off the mountain and I, I you know, I knew what I was doing because I've been paragliding. But he was like, yeah, go ahead. Turn right. Turn right. And I could hear everything he said. It was wonderful. That's why I like paraglide. I've only done it once though. So I wouldn't say that I like it better than paramotoring yet. I might get scared to death if I go up in thermals and stuff. So do you plan on going up more often? I mean, I know that you got the SP 140, so mm -hmm. you can actually paraglide with that. You can take off, get up to altitude, go fly. Um, I personally have flown the SP 140 and I love it. It actually feels like it has more power than the most 25 it's kind of feels like a 220 to me yeah me too i think it's more powerful um but it's not lighter so you know miro um you guys know the engineer that founded scout paramotors um he was on the wingman challenge um which we can talk about later on but i was on the wingman challenge in september with him and he just invented a, uh, a flying pod or some, whatever, I forget what he calls it, but it's, it's very lightweight. Zero. It's much more lightweight than the uh, SP-140. Mm. The SP-140 from a weight ratio, the battery, the, I use the larger battery, so it's 40 pounds. And the frame and the seat and everything else is about 35. So it's I've weighed both my Moster full of fuel and the SP-140. They're both about 80 pounds, a little shy of 80 pounds. And, but the problem is the SP 140 doesn't burn electrons. <laughs> so you land with the same 80 pounds on your back as you do if you take off with gas. But to your point, the, the SP 140 is wonderful, but I would say that soaring, I could do the same soaring. The reason I brought up the weight is because I could probably do the same amount of soaring with the, with the, uh, the motor itself, the, the moster um but the idea of just killing it killing the motor and just gliding is wonderful right that's the benefit yeah i i i, I like to go up like on a atom 80 and get up really high with a uh, a hybrid wing like the gin vantage mm -hmm. uh, three it's a motor slash mountain wing so there's lots of lift so i can get up really high with the atom 80 kill it pop off the muffs and just do, the, yeah. do all the gliding without all the para weighting on top of a mountain. Yeah, that's that's what I do. That's unfortunately what I really don't like is the para weighting on top of the mountain. But you seem to yeah. like it a lot, which is awesome. Well, I haven't experienced the para weighting yet, so that might be why I don't. I, I might not like it, right? So, gotcha. um, you know, I, I've been so I did join the local club. It's the Capital Hang Gliding and Paragliding uh, Association here. And I literally joined it a week ago. So I'm on their Slack channel and I'm seeing all their chats and, you know, about when they're going out to which locations, all the locations in the Shenandoah Valley where I live are um, about 30 minutes away from me. So they're pretty close. Um, but, you know, they're all like landing out and then somebody has to come get them. So, you know, that part of it I may not like either. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, definitely. Um, that pod that you're talking about, an electric pod, um, I've seen it. I think it's awesome. Are they selling it yet? Because last time I saw it, they were still in production. 
Yeah, he's got a couple of betas out right now with some folks, and he's trying to get some feedback before he puts it out in production. That and the variable prop that he built, that's pretty cool. He flew the very the variable prop that changes pitch as you change the throttle. So as you're taking off, it gives you more thrust. And as you're up in the air, it changes the pitch to where it'll just give you enough to keep you airborne. Um, but he's working on that as well. I did not hear about that. Do you know the name of that or where that's located? All I know is it's it's his variable prop. It's on the Scout. If you go to the Scout site, it's probably there. And yeah, I, that's, what's that? It's not available yet. It's still in production. They're doing yeah. testing and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, odd with um, the assist, with the Atom 80, that's available. Yes. Yeah. Power pod, um, yes. Yeah, that, no, that's, that's not, not what we're talking scouts. about. We're talking yeah, that's not scouts. The, that's a different one. Yep. Oh, that's, that's the one that I was zero. talking about. That's yeah, the one I saw. Yeah. This yeah. Zero. That is intriguing. Seriously. Yeah. Scout zero is virtually the same thing. It's an Atom 80 with a very small tank, about six liters. Yeah. And it's got a pod harness and you just go up in the middle of the day and then you if you have a paragliding wing, you can paraglide. It's really cool. Saw one go up, guy got up about 40 meters and then he glided in the thermos. It was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. I'll try and find it and pop it in the chat if I can. Mark, you said you saw a video when, when you uh, first got started that like piqued your interest i'm curious do you remember which video it was of course <laughs> i don't like to promote the guy but it was del shanzi when he went oh. he went into a cul-de-sac and got out of his truck and said let's go fly and it, <laughs> it was in the air in five minutes and then down on the ground in five minutes so that's how i got into it i'm not i didn't know who the guy was at the time so i've never met him i can't talk bad about him i've met his nephew his nephew is nothing like him so um yeah, yeah, that's Travis. Travis, yep. yep. He was on the Wingman Challenge as well. Very nice guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Well, we won't hold that against you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, totally understand. Um, I think that everybody watches uh, different. I mean, you know, you hear about paramotors. What are you going to do? Right? You're going to search for paramotors. And there's a lot of people out there that you know, put a lot of uh, content out there. I do have something to show. I wonder if I can actually um, pop this up. Have you ever seen the hoop props? The yes. props that are not straight, they're hoops. I've been looking at those. In fact, my son's going to be an aeronautical engineer when he goes to college or he wants to be. Um, we'll see if he, so I shared that with him and I was like, hey, have you seen these props? You should try this. And if, apparently they're silent. Yeah, so, toroidal. Like, toroidal. Yeah, that they're better for toroidal. water and not air. So I don't know if they're gonna. Ever, I've seen some drones. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So these are the hoop props. So I would really like to uh, to see if we can come up with a paramotor hoop prop. It makes it very low noise, and it seems like they have a lot more thrust. You throw so, one of those on an electric, on an SP140, you're golden. That's what I was thinking. Uh, so anybody in the super chat, have you seen these hoop props? 
And Bill H does it's a terror toroidal. Yeah, it's it's a weird name. That's why I didn't even try it. Toroidal. <laughs> so yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see if we can actually um, maybe come up with a way of making a pair. There it is. Toroidal. Toroidal. Yeah, it was on there. So I think that's pretty neat. I mean, all the different things that that yeah. ten years ago it was really difficult to get up in the air, right? Because of the fabric, the uh, really heavy motors, uh, higher hang points. And now the fabric is so light. I mean, you can do a reverse in like two mile an hour wind. Uh, you, I mean, the, the power to weight has changed a lot. Also, um, we got what, Fly It Wyatt that's out there. So Fly It Wyatt. Can you guys hear me okay? I feel yeah. like I'm Who's, I, I don't know who Fly at Wyatt is. Fly at Wyatt, didn't he start at eight or nine years old? He was over at Bad a couple of years ago. And mm -hmm. uh, he flies like single skin wings and a little Adam 80, I think. And <laughs> you know, he's not that heavy and he's able to go fly a paramotor at 10 years old. Yeah, he's growing up. Yeah, he's on Instagram. I follow him on there every once in a while. Mm -hmm. He puts a video on. Some of the videos are he's throwing like can he likes to throw candy out, you know, throw candy to throw candy out of the the paramotor or whatever when he's mm -hmm. flying. That's his thing. He always well, says if it candy. doesn't hit somebody in the eye, I guess it's all right. Yeah. He always says <laughs> candy. Actually, I think he's actually testing the candies, the chocolate bars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the advertisement yeah. for them and like yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's actually throwing them. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I can't wait till the technology just gets better with the battery technology too. Like right now, I have about a 45 to 50 minute flight on the SP140. When that gets to two hours, I'm getting rid of my combustion engine. <laughs> I, I agree. Now, um, are you flying it in sport mode or econo mode? So I've tried both. Um, so I I prefer the econo mode, the chill mode, um, yeah. just because it's got a heck of a lot of torque if you hit that thing. And it's so sensitive. You know, the throttle is so sensitive that I'm just worried that I'm going to mash it and drive myself into the ground. <laughs> so That actually happened this weekend to a guy who just got his uh, SP-140 and... The power just overtook them. Yeah. And smacked it. So it was yeah. Well, and and the, depending on the which firmware you have, um, there's a the chill mode actually has a slower ramp up time, but it also has a slower slowdown time. So because it's all electronic, right? So when you're going up and revving it up and you're leaning back and you're kind of holding it, as soon as it starts to take over in a gas power, you let off the throttle and all of a sudden you don't have to worry about it. But with the with the SP140, you let up and it's still pushing you. You really got to be careful. Because hmm. it's it winds down slower as well as winds up slower. Hmm. It's not exactly like a combustion engine. The the winding down part. So that well, that would be important. That's a little bit of a learning curve there. Of course, yeah. if you start with an electric paramotor, you wouldn't know any different. True. Uh, you'd be used yeah, to it. Just, how much does the battery cost? 
Um, $1,800 for an hour battery. Unless yeah. it went up. I heard that. I actually heard that it went up. So it's probably more than $1,800 for an hour battery now. Yeah, they've put a few more components in it. They put an on-off switch in the one that uh, they're selling now. $1,800 or $2,000, something like that. But the, the overall package um, isn't much different than a regular motor, right? I mean, it's it's like six six and a half seven thousand dollars $7,000. I bought mine for $7,000 a year ago. And if you think about it, you don't have to mix gas and oil. You don't have to do your maintenance. You don't have to change out spark plugs. Nope. So, I mean, there's a lot of advantages, you know, to having an electric paramotor, and especially if you're just that guy that wants to go out and, you know, tool around for an hour. Now, my friend Neil, he has the SP140 that I used, and he said that he was up there for more than an hour, you know, tooling around. Yeah. It's much, um, you weigh less than me. He weighs less than me, so I can kind of see that. You know, y'all brought up the props and stuff, and this the scout aviation guy, I can't think of his name, but Miro. N- Nero? M- Miro. Miro. Okay. He also has this um prop he's working on where or I should say this coding that he's working with somebody else that he's gonna be putting on props that make them almost indestructible. Yeah, he nails a nail into a piece of wood or something with it. He was nailing, he nailed a nail down in some wood with the prop. Doesn't even hurt it. He can't, he couldn't even sand it. It says if they ever have to get out any imperfections, they have to sand it for hours and hours just to get a little bit off of it. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. You need to look at the Scout Aviation channel on YouTube. He's got it on there. It's just a thin coating that goes on the leading edge of the blade of the prop. And he literally was just banging the thing like crazy on, on a nail, and it does nothing to it. <laughs> and, and what is the uh, what is the prop? What am I searching for? Indestructible prop or what? Pretty much, yeah, indestructible oh, prop. It's the variable pitch prop. Well, no, he's got a variable pitch prop, but he also has a coating, uh, another prop that he's doing coatings on that he's going to be putting on the variable pitch prop. So he's going to have both things on one prop. Yeah. You want me to, I, I don't know if I can share my screen. Can I share my screen? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We allow everybody to share the screen. All right. So can you see my screen? Yes. So this is it. This is the, uh, let me close all this down. Uh, here's the link to the indestructible propeller. I'll put it in. Yeah. Oh my God. There's the YouTube chat. So he just took a prop (laughs) and broke a concrete block with it. Yeah. See, just that black strip, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Whatever. sure if that's concrete or foam. <laughs> but yeah, if it's concrete, um, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely... Yeah, this is now he's, he's going to hit a, a garden gnome. I don't think yeah. that's foam. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the innovation that this guy and his team comes up with, it's pretty cool. They're, they're, I mean, he oh, built... There's the nails. Yeah, there you yeah. go. He built a um, a saddlebag system for the Scout paramotor that I used during the Wingman Challenge. Yeah. We were able to carry all of our camping gear, our extra oil. He even had a bladder system where you can carry an extra two gallons of fuel because the three gallons that's in the Scout, you know, isn't the five gallon limit. Um, it was pretty cool that all the innovation that he's come up with. Whoops, let me close all this stuff. 
Oh, you can read my email. Yeah, it's pretty crazy the yeah. stuff they're coming out with. That'll be really good for props, especially that like foot dragging through gravel and stuff because it yeah. just destroys props. <laughs> I, agree. I agree. This is yeah. that. This is his pod. Oh, okay. So basically, it's a paramotor with a, a free flight pod. Yeah, it's got no stand though, so it's really got very little weight. You have a stand that you put it on and take it off with, but it's it doesn't stand on its own. So that's part of the weight removal. So that's interesting. Yeah. It, it reduces the weight by taking more of the stuff that you don't need while you're in the air away. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Hmm. Yep. So good stuff. If you don't follow Miro, it's uh, well worth it to follow him just to see what he's working on and him and his team. It is really interesting. Um, that material he's uh, chopping through there. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was. I didn't listen to it, so it might talk about it if you do. I don't know, yeah, but that is really interesting. Does anybody in the Super Chat know anything about that indestructible prop or the variable pitch prop? Um, if you want to, if you're listening to this later on after the show, uh, just Text me 501-747-3558 if you have any links to the um, variable pitch prop or that indestructible prop or know anything more about it. Or if you have one or if you're a beta tester, please let me know. This is so interesting. One of the reasons why I like to do this show is because I learn stuff all the time. Every, every Monday I learn something and this is something I have not heard before. If I would have had that coding, it could have prevented this. Yes. Yeah. Because, yep. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> where that that was at on the blade. Yeah. Hey, since you since you already broke that, <laughs> um, see if you can um, break a garden gnome and see if you can nail and nail in some wood with that. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. These are the saddlebags that he's invented. So these go on the side on any swing arm. If you have a swan arm. Um, this will go where the uh, the hook in point is. I don't know if you can see it. So that just kind of sits over. And then it's got all these little tags that hold it close to the uh, the rest of the motor. And so it's uh, it's pretty big. It unzips to get bigger. And I got a whole bunch of crap in it. But this is what we used when we were on the wingman challenge to carry a tent, a sleeping bag, a sleeping pad, water, clothes, Anything you needed to survive for three days. It's kind of like his his version of the Icarus race, this wingman challenge. He, I don't know if you guys know, he raced in the Icarus race back in, I think it was 2016. And he didn't win. But what he liked about it was the camaraderie that he had with the person that he linked up with. And they were flying together. And he called him his wingman. And he actually cut up his wing and did all, he had a really bad launch uh, at one point and his wingman had already taken off, but he was able to find somebody to, to give him a new wing, but he found that at the next checkpoint, his wingman waited for him. Like he could have oh. won the Icarus race, but he actually waited because he was his buddy and he wanted to make sure he was okay. So his, he took that part of the Icarus race and the challenge of having an assisted and unassisted type cross-countries trip and he made the wingman challenge and it was three legs of 400 miles 
each 400 miles, you're on your own. And when you get to the end of the 400 miles, you stay in a posh little resort for a day and a mandatory rest day, which ended up being the repair day for everybody. So we had to fix all our stuff that broke. Um, and then you'd do it again and you'd have three legs of that. And it was pretty neat. I mean, I can't tell you the highs and the lows that I had during that trip. Um, you know, it was wonderful. And it was also the worst trip I've ever had. I mean, I, I was like ready to quit the whole sport and everything. I fell on launch because I was taken off from a 7,000 foot elevation um, runway in, I think, I don't even know where, Bridgeport or something like that, and um, cut open my knee. And I, you know, I was like, hey, I'm, we're close to Vegas. Take me to Vegas and I'll fly home. And everybody's like, no, come on, you can do this. You can, you can stick it out. So, you know, people lifted you up. People kind of kept you in the game and it was pretty cool. The camaraderie of it was pretty neat. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I really like this. I, I like the paramotor community that we have. I mean, the community is absolutely amazing. Everybody pulls together. Everybody helps one another, mm -hmm. uh, especially in fly-ins. Man, you break a prop and there's like three people here. Do you need a prop here? Do you need a prop? I mean, just amazing people. Really, really amazing. Yep. Um, uh, it is 7.33, so let's go ahead and do a thumbnail real quick. What do you think, Will? Good time to do a thumbnail? Excellent. No? All right. <laughs> we don't need to hear what he's saying. He's He's doing it. Yeah, Will's always on mute. He doesn't Boy, care. I barely awkward. got my glasses off. Whew. So it's a great time to do a thumbnail. Yeah. All right. So are you ready? <clears throat> Let's see. Let me get lined up here. One, two, three. We got it. Yay. Man. I'm loving my, I'm loving my mug. I lift it up and it disappears on... <laughs> Screams yeah. like that's funny. I didn't put mine out there because I know I probably yeah. write the just take the picture, I'll drop it or the mug or something. So yeah, so did, do I understand you would not do the wingman challenge again? It's kind of a one-time <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's, it kind of sounds like it was a great, a great one-timer. Yeah. Yeah, there there were a couple of circumstances that um I would change if I did it again. Um First of all, I signed up with a buddy of mine, the same buddy that I went to Costa Rica with, and I've been flying with for four years. And he called me two weeks before we were supposed to fly out to um, Reno and said, hey, I just caught COVID. Um, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to this thing. So I immediately got on the Slack channel with everybody else that was doing their planning and everything. And I was like, hey, guys, you guys have a great flight. I'm, I'm bowing out. And everybody said, no, come on, you can come in. We, we, you can fly with me. And so I went. And then as I got there and even on my way there, I was like, man, I don't know any of these guys. I don't know any of their flying styles. I don't know if they're going to push me beyond my, my limitations that I want to fly in. Um, so I did connect with a couple of guys with my flying style and we had a great time, but that was the anxiety that I had. Some of the guys that were on it actually lived out West. So they, they knew the conditions they could fly at, you know, 7,000 foot elevation. I'm from Virginia. I fly at 300 feet <laughs> elevation. So I didn't. That's about, what our, that's about what we have is about 300 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so my first flight was, 
I was, uh, you know, the paramotor itself costs 80 or weighs 80 pounds. And I had 30, 30 pounds of gear on me. So I was running with 120 pounds at 7,000 feet trying to get in the air. And so I, I, I did it thankfully on the first try. And that was the confidence builder I needed for the rest of the trip. But, you know, guys like Judson, um, he was flying on a real small wing and he, he learned real quick that when you're weighted down, he didn't get off the ground. He actually, um, he ended up in the sagebrush at the end of a very long tarmac. Uh, he just wouldn't get any lift. So to answer your question, would I do it again? I probably would if enough time went by and I forgot how bad it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the peaks were really good. I mean, flying over the Hoover Dam and Mount oh. Zion and the I have uh, a couple of pictures of me flying over Monument Valley. That's the whole reason I wanted to go out there and fly. It's because of the locations. But when we got there, there was a cyclone or typhoon or whatever you call it on the West Coast. It's not a hurricane that was sitting on the um, on outside of LA and it was just creating this huge storm system. So the joke was no matter which way you fly, you're flying in a headwind. <laughs> so we were flying in like 20, 30 mile head an hour headwinds. So you'd plan out your 400 miles in your three days. And you're like, okay, I got to go about 120 miles today. Well, if you only go five miles on the first flight in two hours, you know, what's coming. <laughs> So not very encouraging, is it? <laughs> it's not. So everything was against us pretty much, but I, I might do it again. I don't know. I, I might wait. To a little Maybe you can be ground support. That's exactly what I there would do. Ground support was amazing too. So ground support was pretty cool. We all had Garmin in reach, uh, satellite trackers on us. One of the guys did have a collapse and he had to throw a reserve and he was at, oh my. Uh, 10, 000, he was trying to climb over a 10,000 foot um, mountain. I forget which mountain it was, but he was 2000 feet above the ground, thankfully. And when he started to fall, he tried to fix stuff and then he just started getting wrapped up and he just threw his reserve. Um, but he hiked five miles with his motor and his wing um, with a, a missing fingertip because one of his fingertips got ripped off from uh, from the lines. And, uh, you know, ground crew, that was, he had to do that because the nearest road was five miles away from where he was. So oh there were some God. gnarly things that happened. It wasn't wow. all roses. <laughs> but, wow. but the, those are less than ideal conditions. So, I mean, I, I could see how something like that, you know, could happen. But I, mean, yeah. you don't, I, don't, I don't, you don't think about lines causing a digit, you know, the removal of a digit, but they are strong. They can break a yeah. problem. So, yeah, I, I will say that one of the things, one of the most memorable positive things that I had was everybody flew from the second location that we were at. I think it was called Kingston Ranch um, or something. And we were all flying. There was only one gas station within a hundred mile radius of us. So all of us went to this one place and all of us got up at different times, but we all ended up at this place called Stan's Burger Shack. Um <laughs> I forget where it is, but we all flew in. And as I was landing, there was a, like a train of Harleys that came in at the same time. So we had Harleys coming in and paramotors coming in and all these. And we we got down on the ground. We all high-fived and the 
guys on the motorcycles came over to us and go, that's really cool. And we went over to them going, that's really cool. <laughs> just kind of bonded our land and, and air two strokes <laughs> or whatever. Harleys aren't two strokes, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I understand. Motors, just motors. Motors, yeah. It was fun. A lot of fun. That's cool. It sounds like it. Yeah, and the, and the views are spectacular. It's so, so different flying out west. If you have, have any of you guys flown out west, um, the most... I've lived out west, but not flown out west. Doesn't count, Linda. I highly <laughs> out west. You fly out west. Get get yourself to Monument Valley somehow and fly over those buttes or whatever they're called. Oh my God, they're gorgeous. It we, is beautiful. We were, we were driving uh, through a park because um, it was a bad windy day. So the three of us that were flying and the guy's wife, we were all driving. And all of a sudden we, we got towards Monument Valley and he goes, I think the conditions are okay. Let's pull over here. We pulled over the side of the road at a, uh, basically an overlook at Mexican hat. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but it's a some monument called Mexican hat. And one guy would stand in the road and halt, halt traffic while the rest of us would try and launch. And we got up in the air and we flew through the valley, Monument Valley. And we landed at the uh, Monument Valley Airport where everybody else, you know. You wow. wow. It was amazing. That is cool. Yeah, I've been, I've been to Monument Valley. That's, that is cool. That's that was cool. very cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm getting of- chills just talking about it. But so that's, Will, that's probably the only reason I would do it again is that I would go and I would, I would fly and land at some of the most spectacular places that some of the other guys did. They, they landed at the either on the top of a butte one time and just camped out there or they landed at the entry of a slot canyon. And they would land there with enough fuel to take off the next morning and get to the gas station. But that's where they stayed for the day. I mean, that would I be a good way to do it. So, I mean, you don't have to look at it as though it's a race, right? It's right. the burning and you can kind of, that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I was just so paranoid of getting from point A to point B. I was like laser focused. Yeah. Yeah. But I would be more relaxed next time. Right on. Well, you're more experienced. Oh my God. Yeah. I came back and if I'm the wind dummy, nobody believes me because I'll be up there. They're like, Hey, how's the wind? I'm like, ah, it's fine. They're like screw that. It's blowing. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) My bump tolerance is through the roof. Yeah. I bet it. So, Hey James, uh, any questions in the super chat? Yeah. We got guardian service dogs. He's wanting to know how much experience did you have when you went down to the Wigman challenge? Not enough. So six years of flying, I learned that all I've done is fly in glass air. So I show up at the field with friends of mine and we're all like, hey, is it blowing or the treetops blowing? I don't want to fly. It's bumpy, you know, because we didn't have to. So we get real spoiled. We fly in perfect conditions. Had I known what I was going to be flying in, I would have flown in a lot more adverse conditions so I could train for it. Um, you know, I I've done one Cobra launch in my life. Um, I needed to do a Cobra launch almost every single flight in, in the West. Yeah. It was crazy. My question is how much experience did you gain from the, Oh my God. 
you, you, yeah, a lot, a whole lot. So that that's the that's the best part, James. So I would say I'm I I walked out of there a much better pilot than I walked in, for better or worse. Did you get a chance? Did you get a chance to fly in the Valley of Fire? Yes, flew over the Valley of Fire. Yeah, and over um, Lake Mead. Um, so Lake, we I took off from a uh, from a, a boat ramp going into Lake Mead. That obviously the boat ramp is high and dry, right? There's there's like dirt <laughs> for a mile. So I took off. A friend of mine, both Victor and I, flew from the boat ramp, flew up the Lake Mead. We went over to Valley of Fire, flew around Valley of Fire, and then landed at a, there was an airport. Uh, I forget which the name of the airport was, but there was a skydiving outfit there. And we were using radios and calling and saying, hey, two PPGs on approach, blah, blah, blah. And that was all cool. But yeah, Valley of Fire was beautiful. So one quick question, uh, after six months of me learning to fly PPG, I decided to go to an SIV course after mm -hmm. the SIV course, I felt like it was like another six months of learning, even though it's just a weekend. So at six months, I felt like I've been flying for a year because of the SIV course. Um, how much more experience did you feel like you gained on just your three days of the wingman challenge? A ton. Yeah, I, I did. I, I didn't, I haven't done an SIV course. I would like to. Um, but I would say flying experience in high winds um, is much better. And also landing in places that I'm not comfortable with. You know, you have to land in places without a windsock because you're landing at gas stations. So you have to know which way the wind's blowing. So you're landing into the wind. So you're always, you know, checking whether whether you see little dust devils that are floating around or if you're looking at, you know, the, a rain cloud up ahead that you can see the rain is coming in sheets this way. So, you know, that's probably the general direction of the, the wind. So that was important. Um, coming back, I've put together a few or we just did a, finished a poker run um, with our group. I don't know if you guys do poker runs up there. Um, it's it's a way for you to fly to multiple locations, all places that you set up in advance and you take off and you land and you hand out a card, you take off, you land and hand out a card. You can take off land, hand out a card and you get like five flights in, in one day. Whereas normally we all just get to the, get to the field. We fly and we boomerang back and we land at the same place. That to me isn't a whole lot of experience. So Coming back from the wingman challenge, I said, I would like to do more flights in places I don't know so that I get better at spot landings. And what if your motor goes out? I've had five motor outs in my career. It's, you know, you get better at it the more, the more it happens, but doing it on purpose is a lot different. So we have a, a group of probably about 30 pilots in the area that are active in a group called the air dogs. And we're constantly trying to make each other better pilots. So my way of contributing is doing poker runs and arranging for different private airports to allow us to use their fields. That was pretty neat. Okay, so you bring the deck with you as you go and you guys all meet at one airport and then hand out the cards and then go to the next one? Correct. So, nice. yeah, and it, it, so 
poker runs that are done on bikes or in other airplanes, usually you're not flying in groups. You're not in, in tight groups. You're spread out. So people will go ahead and they'll leave cards or decks at these places where people can just land, get their stuff and go. We did it to where I had the deck of cards and it actually made us a little bit more conscious about how long we were staying on the ground. So we were in the air for an hour, but we were on the ground for an hour and a half. So we started at sunrise and we ended at like 1030, right? When the thermals were starting to kick, if we took longer, we probably would, you know, we would have been flying in midday and probably wouldn't have been very comfortable. A couple of the guys that flew with us said, this is the latest I've flown since I've been flying, you know? So it's that type of, thing that you're you're doing with experience and it's fun it's kind of a game you know everybody pitches in ten dollars when you start we had seven pilots the winner went away went home with seventy dollars <laughs> so so what we're doing with our poker run next weekend we're having is uh i cut uh, about half dollar size tokens with my laser mm-hmm. and put each uh, each airport's lz information on it and we just put it in an ammo box so throughout the the two days of the event they bring back that token and that's how they get their playing card. That way everybody can venture in their own direction. We've got seven different airports we're using. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Any way that you can have, uh, you know, proof that you were at the airport and you get a card for it. There was one guy that showed up and said, Hey, you know what? It's too nice of a day. I really don't want to go. Can I just give you my money and give me my cards now? I said, no, that's not how (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I said, you can give me your money, but you're not getting any cards and you're not going to win. Yeah. Thank you for your donation. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It is 749. So let's go ahead and spin the spinning wheel and let uh, Linda Anderson, our Paramount USA, welcome everybody to clearproptv.com. Yay. All right. Welcome chatters. Welcome Monday night. Look at that. That's a cool spinny winny wheel. Yeah. You know who that that is? No, who is that? Does anyone on the panel know who that is? Looks like Jim. (laughs) I'm not going to say. So Mm -hmm. I've seen it in the Facebook chat. Somebody here. Yeah. The Steve? No. Gosh. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I think we found out who it was. <laughs> no, I, I, I was talking. I guess I was muted, but I'm just surprised that. Wow. Okay. Look at you, man. Larger than life. I am huge, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. I, yeah, I said, what did I say? Oh, I said Steve because Scuba Steve. So that's right. Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. Well, that's definitely me. Well, well, Linda is going right. down the list. Check to make sure your name's on there. And if not, let me know in the chat. And we'll... Yes. All right. Yeah. Welcome, chatters. We got Kramer in the house. We got Travis DuPont, John Wayne, Run Into the Sky Arc, Jason Tyler, Michael Jasper, Bonnie Franz, Bill H., John Beville, Slow Days, Flying Flamingo, my lovely. I Can Fly, PPG, Guardian Service Dogs, James, Brian Franz, Shane Wyman, Angela Preslick, Jenny, Chef Shane, Shaney in the house. And I can't wait to see to see Brian and Bonnie at the fly-in this weekend. 
So the church port, church port, flying, yes, in Michigan. So I'm super excited to meet a lot of people I haven't met yet in person and get CT those candles. wants to be added. Okay. Okay, there you go. Oh, there's the other Nick. And yeah. who was the other one? CT Fly. CT Fly. Oh, yeah. You know that the last people that get on the list always seems <laughs> to win. <laughs> it, it does seem to, uh, yeah. So, you know, just for fun, um, put Sean Simons at the very end and see if I win. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to take it, but if it spins and it lands on me, um, uh, all along, Tony was right. And we'll see if uh, the spinny will W I L L is actually. Okay, so I can still shuffle though, because I. Yes, please shuffle like you normally do. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Uh, I thought that was cool, and my face was on the spinny wheel that week. That was really cool. <laughs> Now, I remember, guys, remember, guys, you may not win the spinny will, W-I-L-L, but you can always uh, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the address below for runintothesky.org. It's a nonprofit organization to help disabled veterans and disabled people get training and adaptive flying machines if necessary. So check out runintothesky.org. There you go. Steve, I see I you put it. your helmet on so we can all see that it's you. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> it on, but I don't have my sunglasses on, but they're out in my car, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Same helmet. Are you ready? Ready when you are, bro. Hey. Okay. Round and round, Scuba hey. Steve goes. Where he stops, I'm he'll throw say, up. <laughs> I'm going to say I can fly PPG. I'm going to go with Shane Wyman. That's a good I can't. I thank Bonnie Franz. I'm going to say Kramer because she wins a lot too. I got Flying is, Flamingo. Flying Flamingo. Is, is the other Nick PPG the other Nick? Yes. Or is it? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. Oh, man. Sorry, Jade. So, Jason so Tyler. Oh, I was not going to make it to Bill H. Oh. Is it Bonnie? Oh, Bonnie oh, Franz. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it is. It is rigged. <laughs> oh, I know what Slow Days is thinking. Slow Days I is thinking if only, if only, if only, if I know, but Slow Days is thinking if only we didn't add Sean Simons to that list. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but I didn't win. Shane, so, what the um, heck when he sunned my channel? What are you talking about, Shane? Type correctly. When he what? <laughs> Scuba became a winner when he sunned my channel. Sung my channel? S-U-N, sun, when he sunned my channel. <laughs> sunned my channel. I, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, I know, that, drink, that, Shane. I know that Bonnie... <laughs> And Brian, they had a lot of PPG calendars. So maybe James can send Bonnie that new decal. What do you think, James? You are on mute. I can. Yep, I can. I've got her information. Okay. 
All right, JPPVG. my channel. Subbed. Subscribe. Oh, subbed your channel. Oh, okay. There you go, Shane. Yeah. I thought I did that a long time ago, though. All right. Um, we'll go ahead and spin the wheel in just a minute um, for the PPG calendar from carepp.com. Where did carepp.com go? Oh, Jim is in the background smelling his maple syrup, smelling money, of course. He's eating food. <laughs> it's all about Jim the maple syrup. Donut. What's that, Butch? I said Jim Horton Donuts. <laughs> oh, dang, those are good. Yeah. Butch, you caught yeah. up to me. I, I just want you to know. I had I I seven flights, and now you got seven flights. All right. Oh, oh, that's right. Butch Fly um, just started flying, and he has seven flights. And um, Scuba Steve has been flying for years and just hit his seventh flight. No, eight, one year, not years. <laughs> years. Yeah. He's been flying for years, man. And, and you, you need, you need. I can't go right down the street and fly like y'all can. I got a freaking Air Force base right next to me. I have to oh. get permission and all that good stuff. Or where are you, Steve? I'm on the well. I was about to say the Eastern Shore. I'm not on the Eastern. I'm on. I'm in Hampton, Virginia. So I'm right below. Um, okay. I know Lake where you Air Force are. Base. You're next to ODU. That's where uh, my son's going to go next year. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Y'all come on up here and fly. There's no mountains, so there's no paragliding unless you jump off a building. Nope. I I would love to come down there and fly, but you can't go fly right outside. You got to leave, what, AP Hill or something? What is um, it? Well, there's there, you don't really want to go to Virginia Beach because it's too crowded, but Buckrow Beach is right on the edge of the airspace. And I'm pretty sure if I called Langley, they'd be like, oh, sure, man, go ahead. They're, they're yeah. not worried about it. All right. Uh, I'll look you up. Okay. I love going, I love going different places. I, the guys I fly with laugh at me because I keep saying, I just want to see different cows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of looking at the same old cows. There you go. <laughs> Got to see different cows. Yeah. So I take my trailer and, you know, sometimes my wife will say, I work from home. So sometimes she'll say, don't you have a business trip coming up? And I'll be like, yeah, I can make it a business trip. And I just get in the trailer and go. <laughs> there you go. Because you want a moving experience. <laughs> moving. Yeah. Got it. Paramount, man. That was awesome. You nice. win. win. I did not know that, Bill. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, James, uh, James made a comment earlier. He said the women were really represented at Bad Apples, and his neighbor was a 13-year-old pilot. Um, she's going to be on uh, the show tomorrow night, Paramotor Hangout at p.m. on YouTube. So, Oh, how do we get to that particular YouTube channel? I have the answer to that question. You can go to ppgshane.com, and it'll take you right there. It's going to be an awesome show. Awesome. Cool. So make sure you guys go over to ppgshane.com, subscribe, hit that bell notification because it sounds like tomorrow's podcast is going to be quite cool. Um, also, too, um, on Wednesdays, there's a Paramotor podcast. Go to paramotorgirl.com on Thursday. Something's going on Thursday. What's that, Miss Linda? Yes, yes. Thursday night, paraglidingchalk.com with your host, Robert Michaels. And who is Robert Michaels, you may ask? That is my son. And he flies 
he does paragliding and uh that's how i got interested in all the paramoting paragliding free flight all that good stuff and uh yeah it's fun I'm, I'm actually like the pr of his show and i always tell him that i'm on the payroll and he reminds me that i'm public relations so, i think you're pr on like most of the shows yes yes well you know Paramount's work is never done. That's what it is. But yeah, check his show out on Thursday nights. It's it's a lot of fun. He always has some really cool guests, and we always I always learn a lot from everybody and all the shows and everything. So definitely Absolutely. check them out. Also, also, Will, um, isn't there uh, another flying that's going on in June between June eighth and eleventh? Oh yeah, the Fly for Gage first annual fly-in. You will not want to miss this. I've flown that area. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's just perfect to bring the family and fly paramotors all weekend long. So June eighth through the eleventh, Bowling Green, Florida. Be there, be square. I know I'm going to be there. I wish I was going to be there. I'm going to be on a cruise. Well, have fun. We'll be uh, absolutely. Got to take my wife out someplace. She, she lets me. She lets me go on fly paramotors so you know we got to go do something fun together every once in a while right happy happy wife happy life I know, right <laughs> awesome yep so uh mark um any plans on going back to costa rica or any more adventure trips or anything like that any flyings that you're going to go to in the future yep so um one that I skipped out on because I've been doing way too many trips. And like you said, I need to, my wife lets me fly a lot. So Iceland is a trip that my wingman that backed out on me and wingman challenge, but the guy that I went to Costa Rica with Satish is going to Iceland with scout. And another one of our air dogs guys, Steve is going to Iceland. Um, I know you asked me if I'm going, but that's one that I would love to go to, but I'm not. <laughs> It's a beautiful trip. Um, I am actually going with uh, six other guys. We're, we all rented or reserved spots at Oregon Inlet in the Outer Banks um, next month, actually. So we're going to go down and camp out in our various camper type trailers and tents. And we're going to fly from First Flight Airport and a couple other airports. And we're going to fly up and down the Outer Banks beaches. Um, I am definitely going to get in the four. I have a Jeep too. So I'm going to get up to the four wheel drive beach area and fly up there as well. That's have awesome. you flown out of first flight before? I have. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a little tricky. It's a, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of tall trees, but if you go early in the morning with no wind, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually pretty majestic. Um, as far as a feeling like, wow, this is, pretty cool flying out of you know the Wright brother memorial yeah it's mm. a monument there you know right? yeah. it's really nice it is so you've flown out of there i have yeah once and uh i'm glad i did but we yeah. i mean we took off early but early's relative when it comes to thermals and and then when we landed it was rocking and rolling yeah. <laughs> we weren't real picky about where we landed we just wanted to land you know so yep but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't trade that experience for the world. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, my first beach or coastal flying was from there. And um, we actually flew in the evening when we got there. And it wasn't blowing on the ground, but when we got up in the air, it was blowing maybe about 15 miles an hour. 
So um, like an idiot, I went and said, hey, I want to go look at the beach. And I flew towards the beach and I got there real fast. And yeah. so I turned up the coast and I'm like, oh, let me turn up here. And I'm, I kept drifting out. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. So I turned inland and yeah. I was literally backing up until I let the trims out. Yeah. And I was, I was, that was the end. yeah, spooky. <laughs> For three minutes, I crawled my way to the beach. It was freaky. Yeah. There's a whole, if you look at my YouTube channel, there's a, I have a, a, a whole clip on just that. Don't fly in offshore winds. Yeah. Let this be a lesson to you. So, yeah. When I, I came back and I landed, like you said, in thermals, right in that little grass area between the tarmac and the, yeah. the runway. Um, and I swear I landed and I kissed the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. You know, I mean, had a few yeah. of those. Bill yeah. H says that's on his bucket list to fly offshore winds. No, no, I, don't think so. <laughs> I think he's talking about first flight, but yeah, yeah. I definitely encourage you to do that. Make sure you check out the museum next door too. Yep. Um, didn't you say that you had a collapsed wing over the bay? I think that's what you said um, when we were talking on the pre-show. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. Yeah. So one of our trips where we go drive to places and fly some places every once in a while on camp. I went to Ocean City with uh, four or five other pilots. And we went to the Ocean City Airport, got permission to take off from there. And I don't know if anybody that grew up around here in the Virginia area has ever gone to Ocean City, like when you were a kid or in high school or whatever. And you see all those planes that go by with the little sign that says, eat it, whatever, or Phillips and stuff like that. We did exactly that. We flew along the beach and it was fantastic. And on the way back, um, one of the guys that was going to fly with us didn't take off because it was, it was a little windy and he had to do a reverse and he wasn't that comfortable with it. So he had decided to stay at the airport and wait for us to come back. Um, we all had radios. And so as we're coming back, we were telling him, hey, we're inbound. What's it, What's it like there? And he's like, there's an Apache that's sitting here on the tarmac that's not winding down. You're not going to want to land anytime soon. So stay out there. So I stayed out there. And as I'm out there, it's getting windier and windier. And I'm over. Um, there's the end of the runway. And then there's like a, a little um, inlet that's kind of a barrier island where the horses cross. And it's called uh, Assateague, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I'm flying all over that area, just kind of stalling and waiting for this Apache to helicopter to leave. And as I'm flying over the water and then to the sand and then to the water, you know, I'm getting turbulence because it's different type of air. And I hit one that just all of a sudden my wing was in front of me and I freaked out. So I hit my throttle and, whoop, and then of course I'm looking at the sky and I let go of my throttle. And um, when I came back around, I had like a three quarter, maybe, maybe half a half a asymmetrical collapse. And it popped back out before I really knew what was going on. And I was only like 200 feet off the ground. There's no way a reserve was going to help me. Um, and so at that time, I got on the radio and I was like, 
hey, is that thing gone? Because I'm going to come over and land. I don't care if he's there or what. And the guy that was there on the ground, he said, I could hear it in your voice. I went over to that guy or the, one of the guys that was standing there. I was like, I got a guy coming in. He's going to land. <laughs> so they took off <laughs> and I came in and I was able to land. But I was like, I'm just landing. I don't care where I need to get on the ground. Yeah, that was scary. Wow. That does sound pretty scary. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been to an SIV and I pulled, you know, lines and make things collapse, but I've never been out where it just collapsed on its own. So yeah, I'm sure that's really super scary. I'm glad that you're okay though. Me too. Yeah. Excellent. I, I learned that muscle reflex of grabbing the throttle. You need to think about that. Like all of a sudden you're like, Ooh, <laughs> so that's what I did. Right. I was like, Oh, don't do that. Oh. How how far off the ground were you? Twenty feet? <laughs> no, two hundred. About, about two hundred. Yeah. Reserves have been uh, successively uh, uh, thrown at fifty feet. Mm. So two hundred, you had plenty. Yeah. yeah, reaction time though. By the time I figured everything out, it, yeah, you're right. I should have. Yeah, wow. but I didn't need to, thankfully. And if right. I had, I probably would have it might've been bad because I would have probably landed in the water and, you know, you knowing from an SIV course, if you land in the water with a deployed reserve, you're getting dragged. So. Yeah. Well, it was a lake. So when I threw a reserve, I landed a lake. It was just calm. We just had to be careful about all the alligators swimming around. But other than that, it was <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't like yeah. alligators. Just though. alligators. No big deal. Yeah. All right, Will, you want to spin there your spinny wheel one more time? And we're going to be spinning this for a PPG calendar at ppgcalendar.com. Brought to you today by our very own, where'd he go? Oh, he's not even here. Who? Jim, our maple syrup, Jim. Did we lose him? Yeah, we lost him. Well, so from Care PPG p.com from jim in canada with his maple syrup smelling money uh we're going to be giving away a calendar for him thank you very much jim i guess he's finding those that donut shop that uh, butch fly was talking about all right so well what was that donut it. place butch uh tim hortons i don't Hortons's think i've ever been there is it good i've uh, heard of tim hortons yeah. Yeah. yeah, the best donuts in the world. They got these little round yeah. things. I don't know what they are, donut holes or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. the donut holes. Oh, those are delicious, aren't they? <laughs> where, yeah. where, where are they? I mean, where, where, where's a? They're up north. Oh, yeah, isn't it Canadian? Yeah, they're Canadians. Yeah, really. Huh. A, then you have to email me one of those donuts so I can taste it. <laughs> I'd say it's a Canadian equivalent of uh, uh, Krispy Kreme, but better. Mm, yeah, it's probably better. Home of Canadians' favorite coffee. Oh, I got in so much trouble when I was down south there because we didn't go back and stop at the, the Krispy Kreme that we seen. <laughs> we have a Krispy Kreme right in my neighborhood, which is very dangerous. They got one that I can see out of my kitchen. I, I looking out my window, out my kitchen window, I can see the red light from a oh. Krispy Kreme. 
the hot oh, sign. That, that hot that's sign's cool. on. <laughs> that's right back what we talking about. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. how sad. Not all I did is grow up with with uh, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that's well, a Midwest. That's a yeah, Dunkin' Donuts Midwest. Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme, and Duck Donuts all within a mile from me. <laughs> I think Dunkin' Donuts has been around longer than any of them, right? Yes. Yeah. They survived. They survived. Boy. If I had all of them around me, I'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> you say the word, Sean, and I'll spin her. All right, word. Word. Right, quick shuffle here. and Oh, yeah, I took you off. Well, that's not fair. I'll go with Travis DuPont this time around. Um, run into the sky. Um, I'm going to get Flamingo. Slow Day. Slow Day's got robbed last time. He did. Yeah, yeah Slow Days. All right. We'll vote Slow Days, too. My buddy Slow Days. Brian Franz. He's got to win something since Bonnie won something. Flying Flamingo. Ooh. Michael Jasper. <laughs> yeah. The flying flamingo. Who's going to be the Angela? Friendly. Run into the it's skies. Come on, run into the sky. Come on. Run into the sky. Who said that? Oh. Nice. I said run in the sky because, you know, that's our nonprofit, you know, so, you know, we got to win something here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Sweet. Woo, okay. run into the sky. Like I said, if you've never been to run the sky, go to run sky.org. So we are going to go ahead and do, donate that calendar. So let's go ahead and spin it one more time. Oop, premature, uh, whatever that was. Let me go back. All right, so we're going to spin it again. Absolutely. I was talking. Dang, damn it. Okay. What, what, were you saying something? It's okay. I didn't say anything important, so it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, sorry, you were on mute. Yeah, yeah, I see that now. He's <laughs> <laughs> on mute, man. I tell you. Hey, shout out to uh, Flying Flamingo. Did did you see that Zach um, flew from one island in the Hawaiian Islands to another on a paramotor? Yeah, he was on our show. Not too long. Was ago. he really? So yeah, I was on uh, Jade's show with uh, with him with Zach a little while ago. So did he talk about that flight? Oh, yeah, exclusively. Oh. Was, All right, I'm going to have to go back and watch your archive. Shane. Maybe it's going to be Shane Ryan. Uh, no. Shane. Shane? Yeah. on uh, Paramotor uh, Hangout. Is it? Is it? Hangout. Oh, so close. Guardian. Guardian service dog wins Hi. again. Congratulations, Guardian service dogs. You need some kind of like party music with That's that. That's messed like, up. My face is on the wheel and I'm not on the wheel. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, but you're on the panel. So. Oh. Yeah, you're you're close to Will and that's like the spinny wheel. That's I right. got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, Guardian Service Dog. Uh, you Hi. won the PPG calendar from ppgcalendar.com. And from what I hear, if you go to ppgcalendar.com and you sign up for a free account, he sends out stuff throughout the month for no reason, just for fun. So make sure you go to ppgcalendar.com and get yourself that free account. Maybe you'll have something fun in the mail that you didn't even know about. 
Well, anyway, I had a wonderful time, Mark. I had a wonderful right. time chatting with you. Um, it sounds like you've had an amazing time flying. Uh, not so much uh, on that one trip, but you still loved it nonetheless. Yep. Yeah, that was it. Was a trip that I wouldn't give up for sure. It's it was fun, but it was scary as well. So that was the best and the worst trip of my life, my career. <laughs> that's awesome. Not that's over awesome. yet. There's still time. That's I true. No. <laughs> Thanks, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and, and uh, who knows? You know, me, and and who knows too? You know, uh, maybe the next time you go, you'll have so much skill that you'll be like, "Wow, I can't believe that I was." worried about this look at my cobras man my cobras go up fine <laughs> do reverses these bumps don't bother me who knows linda when is this torch port flying when what you know who's all going where who can how can people go see this thing go to it what gosh it's memorial weekend which is this weekend so it's friday saturday sunday i have it right here i have my little notes here that because I, I screenshot it so should have memorized that. Yeah, it's uh till the 29th. So it's a 20, it's uh Friday, Saturday. 27, 28, 29th, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's somewhere in Wisconsin, right? It's in Michigan. Michigan, yes, my Michigan. bad. I got yeah. state mixed up. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. it's in, in Michigan. Torchport Air Airport, Air Park. And um Tracy Base and Tracy and and Tim are putting on the fly-in, and uh, on Saturday morning there's going to be a pancake breakfast, at, and it starts at eight, like eleven thirty. It's a charity. Everything goes, the whole event, everything goes to charities um, that whole weekend, which is really. So cool. you're going. Bonnie Franz is going. Brian Franz is going. Yeah. The leaders will Jade. be there because Eric. I'm. Yeah. The leaders will be there because um, Eric's going to take me up. When I get uh, when I get there, whatever it's gonna, I'm gonna go on my second tandem, and, and third, maybe do fourth. a third one. Maybe <laughs> yeah. one. I'll be like schmoozing around, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, can you take me on a tandem, Justin? So you know, we'll see. Because there's gonna be a whole bunch of people there, and cool. uh, my Carter, my Carter's gonna be there. You know, he's a an instructor at a uh, school in uh, downstate. It's uh, I think it's St. Joseph's, uh, Michigan, and so he'll be there. I got to meet him last year, so that was really cool. And I got to meet Jeremy, and uh, that was uh, that was really fun too. And uh, I think he's going to stop by on Friday or Saturday or whatever. But yeah, I'll be rolling up there about Saturday morning and have some pancakes, and then get on the parent, you know, get a tandem. So the next time we see you, you will be another flight behind you, right? Or, or are y'all going to go live or something from up there? Oh, we will. Bonnie's going to be, Bonnie's going to take the video and everything she said. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you get some video of it. You need, you need another oh, yeah. video. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of people up there. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Like I said, I had such a great experience last year you know, with Eric and Jade, and it was just uh, Northern Lights Paramotors, LLC. And uh, I had so much fun. I had such a good experience for, you know, going up for the first time. And that really, you know, when you have a good pilot and 
you know, that both Jade and Eric took good care of me and made sure that I, you know, got up in the air safely and they made me feel comfortable. And that means, you know, that makes a big difference from. Oh, definitely. If you're scared to go up to start off with, if they can calm you down enough to get you up there and then you go, yeah. oh, this isn't so bad. Then, then you get excited to go again. That's, I, that's I, good. I know I was, I told you I was, I was poor Eric, you know, we had our headsets on. I was yelling so loud that um, I don't even know what I, I was. Yeah. I was just ecstatic up there. And then when we landed, I was like crying and laughing and everybody was there, you know, and gave me hugs and it was just a really cool experience. So it's funny how you can hear people on the ground. Cause I know I could hear Butch when he was up in the air, like way up there. Yeah. I'm like, go, you, you can't help it but yell when you're up there. You know, you just, it's just, it's such a cool feeling. I'm so, so glad that I did it because, you know, I, I wanted to know what all this excitement was about. And that's why, you know, got to the flying and I kept thinking about it. Should I go up? Should I go up? And I've been talking about, you know, for a year. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And before I knew it, I was sitting in that seat and we were up in the air. And I'm like, all right. You would have hated yourself if you didn't get in that seat. You'd have yeah. been like, why didn't I do it? Why? Yes. So I'm, I'm glad you did. Even even Robert. Robert didn't even know I was going to do it. And when I landed and everything, you know, I called him on the speakerphone. He's like, you what? That is so cool, man. So now his brother, you know, Ryan's going to, um, Ryan and Leslie are both going to be with me. They're taking me over there. So Ryan wants to go on a tandem. So it's going to be uh, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Ninety percent of the tandem training is all about people, uh, you know, teaching and making your your customer, your um, passengers feel comfortable and yeah. recognizing whether or not they really should be flying or not. It's it's interesting when I took the training, you know, you already know how to fly pretty much. It's mostly about making your passenger feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. thing you want to do is get up in the air and then the passenger freak out while you're up there. You don't need that. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and then I'll start flailing all over the place. That would be really uh, bad. I think they thought I was going to come down within five minutes or whatever because I, I watched the video. Um, Jade took the you know, video last year and I watched the video and she's talking and talking to Eric and it's like, nope. But this uh, this year I want to do what do you call it? Um, when you fly by, is that what it's called? Uh, you know, you're going to buzz the fly in. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you, like you act you. like you're going to land, but then you just go right by. Is yeah. this a trike or is this foot launch that you it's, do? A oh, trike. Yeah. A trike. yeah. So do a, they may do a touch and go. That'd be fun. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, they're going to do a touch. Okay. Either way, I, you can fly by. so too. much terminology out there, you know, yeah. bear with me. Sometimes I'm like, I've learned so much in the last couple of years. So all the lingo you know, last four years, you guys know, I mean, I was so proud of myself when I just learned landing zone, when I knew what that meant, I was like, I would, I was making notes, remember during the show, I remember, I was always asking questions and stuff, and so, anyway, now you know what an LZ is, yeah, I'm like, yep, I'm like, I know what that is, That's awesome. but now I know about a lot of the stuff, you know, and I can, I'll, I'll text Robert sometimes, and I'll, throw some terminology out there and i'm like was that was that a wing over or whatever and he'd go yeah <laughs> oh, that's what it was and i'm like yes yeah very cool <laughs> anyway so oh, nice. 
Well, Mark, um, thank you so much for being on the show. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I forgot to ask you how long we have you for, and we went over the hour mark already, and we have a habit of going over an hour anyway. So All good. I would have dropped if I didn't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) It was a pleasure being here. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all your stories. Um, All of your information is down below. So if you guys want to know more information about Mark, just look in the description down below. Everything from his YouTube channel to his bio. So check that out. So once again, Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Hope to see everybody in person sometime. Thank you. You're right. just to the north, Mark. We got to get together and fly sometime. Where exactly are on you? On the show, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at an RV down there. I might come by and say hi. Come on down. <laughs> All right. There you go. He don't have any stickers or anything on the signs that say "We'll fly this way," so you're gonna have to, you know, search really hard. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> I don't know. Good. JB might be able to make a bunch of decals. For I know, this. right? Yeah. Yeah. All on the expressway. I didn't see a single wheel fly sticker. I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, We're going to start seeing them on gas stations near you anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Be safe. Thanks, Mark. What a great Once again, definitely thank everybody for everything that they do. Will fly. He is our treasurer for the nonprofit organization. He is the Spinny Will, W-I-L-L, over here on the ClearProp TV, which is also a nonprofit uh, organization. So thank you very much for everything that you guys do to help us out. Um, also, JBPPG.com does so much for us, and he's also a director of merchandise over at runintothesky.org. And uh, tell us a little bit about your company and all the cool stuff that you do, bud. Um, basically right now I'm focused on, uh, paramotor, um, I don't know what you call it. Oh, I'm just going to say coffee cups, of course, um, tumblers, decals. I'm doing a lot of, uh, vinyl window decals right now. I'm enjoying that too. And just whatever my head can think of when I got time. So I have a question for, for James. Go ahead. So, so like for Paramotor merch or whatever, somebody wanted stickers that had their logo on it or they wanted cups or whatever, with like they wanted to customize stuff. You do all that? Yes. Yes. That's one of my favorite things to do because it's not the same repetitive thing. It's something different. And that's what I'm doing now with going to the fly-ins. I'm setting my enclosed trailer up as a mobile unit where I can make custom stuff right at the fly-in. And that's, so you, that's you get a picture idea. that that your wife took or girlfriend took of your launch with the sunset behind you or whatever and you like that so much one on a shirt or a mouse pad or tumbler or something i'll be able to do that right there awesome that's perfect yeah i got lucky at this flying somebody took 83 pictures of me i was like that gun dude i just got lucky he was flying near me so he's so i got a lot of pictures now cool Well, thank you very much. We definitely appreciate you, JB, and everything that you do. Um, go over to jbppg.com. That's jbppg.com. Make that free account, and he sends out stuff sporadically throughout the month for no reason, and we definitely appreciate that. Also, I hear that I'm worth 10% over at your store, too. What is that all about? Yep. If uh, 
you put in there when you go to check out all capital PPG grandpa, it is worth 10%. I tell you what, between you guys, I'm worth 20%. Also, we need is a couple more people that are that that can make me worth more than 10%, and I'll be a hundred percent eventually. So until then. Um, You'll be a hundred percent grandpa. I, I'm a hundred percent grandpa right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm definitely good with that. Very happy. Um, so thank you very much, jbppg.com. We also got Butch Fly. You can find him at ppgbutch.com. He's on his seventh flight. He is our first candidate that we had over at Run Into the Sky, and you foot launch and trike. Man, you are just kicking some butt out there and taking names, aren't you, buddy? Well, I had a really good instructor. <laughs> oh, go on. No, really, go on. Go on. Fair <laughs> Motor, Arkansas, man. He's, he's real good. Check yeah. him out. And uh, definitely, we appreciate you, Butch, because Butch actually... He lived in Alabama and he decided to move over here to be closer to run to the sky and Paramotor, Arkansas and actually help us out. And uh, he's actually a volunteer at run to the sky right now. So, man, definitely appreciate all the help that you've been giving us, man. I, I needed the help because man, it's, it's a lot of work doing all this stuff. Yes, it is. Now, I, I just want to give back. I love the way the paramedic the paramotor community is just they're awesome everybody is awesome everybody's encouraging loving so i just gotta gotta help right on right on bud right on so thank you very much butch fly he's uh has his very own youtube channel that he's starting off ppgbutch.com if you go over to ppgbutch.com don't search for it in a Google search. Actually type it in ppgbutch.com. It will forward over to his YouTube page. Hit subscribe, hit that bell notification. I think he only has what, 10 subscribe or 12 subscribers? Uh, we, 10 on PPG Butch or 12 on that one and then 10 on Fly Butch Fly or Butch Fly, one of the two. <laughs> Gonna have to consolidate, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah ppgbutch.com so he has like 12 but go over there and help him up a little bit ppgbutch.com thank you so much butch for everything you're doing in the background too um also will fly from will fly ppg he does a lot of stuff on his youtube channel he creates a lot of amazing content you definitely need to go over to willflyppg.com tell us a little bit about what you do and also the flying for gauge yeah, Fly for Gage is going to, I'm going to start with that. That's uh, June 8th through the 11th. I'm not kidding when I say it's it's one of the best places uh, for paramotors that I've, I've seen. So two huge LZs, plenty to do for the family. Bowling Green, Florida, June 8th through the 11th. You won't want to miss it, guaranteed. Um, as far as my videos, I just uh, like flying and I create videos about my adventures and the adventures of others. And you like corny humor <laughs> check it out at uh, willflyppg.com dot com is it dad bunch of dad jokes on there too you know i don't know I, it, they, some of them would qualify as dad jokes all right some okay, of them, good some okay of good a little bit over the dad joke limit so <laughs> check it out and judge for yourself you know 
I know if you have not gone to Will Fly's page, go to willflyppg.com, hit that subscribe button, that bell notification. Man, he puts out some really good content. Thanks. And Butch, I just subscribed to your channel. Man. Oh, you. look at you. Oh. Up to what, 13 now? No, I think I, think I was number 12. But you know what? That makes Butch number one. <gasps> it does. Numero What's your number one. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll have like numbers as you go through your students, and it's like which would be number one, right? He's always yeah. number, yeah. He's he will always be number one for forever in perpetuity. You'll be number one as the first candidate through run to the sky. Right on, man. Congratulations. We're gonna have to make a big bust of him, a big statue, a bush pie <laughs> standing like this. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking about big bust, Scuba Steve, what's up? And oh, I thought you forgot about me. I was, I was like, I can go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I do? I do a show on Fridays, mainly about vaping, but um, and teaching vaping stuff. But uh, also talk about paramotors, eight to ten Eastern Standard Time. You can find me at paramotordude.com. That'll take you right over to my YouTube channel. I just posted two videos of the fly-in that I just went to. The first one has zero editing, whatever, whatsoever. And the second one has very crappy editing, but I did, at least I tried. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got the information out there. That's what's important. There you go. Yeah. You're going to need a tutoring from uh, Will Fly. I know, that. right? I, I put it in the chat. I was like, hey, he needs to give us a how-to on what he does because I, I... – <laughs> but if he's using a Mac, there's no way they got tools that we that can't use on a PC. Well, you could use them on PC. You just use a you use a what a Premiere, right? So you just use a different either app. Premiere or DaVinci Resolve, which is free. So or just get a Mac and you know come over to the dark side. I got a Mac, but it's a really old Mac. Holy moly, it's old. I'm not <laughs> very good on a Mac. I got a, I still got a 2006, uh, 2006 uh, Mac Pro, the big tower one that cost like $3,000 back in the day. And oh uh, I think my watch has more power than that now. How old is this yeah. one? I mean, this, this is not, wow, that, that's blinding. It's not sideways. Oh, yeah, that's like rectangular on the edge. <laughs> it looks Look pretty old, thing. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's old. Chunky thing. <laughs> chunky monkey. I got one of those too, Steve. <laughs> we all have one of those older computers. Remember you guys had to deal with the, I had to deal with that black and white screen for years. For we years. had to deal with that black yeah, and white screen for yeah. years. It didn't affect you. <laughs> and that horrible audio, I tell you what, after you got your new, uh, uh, your new computer and we can see you and we can hear you, you're a different person. Exactly. Yeah. No I go with just send it. Of course, Shane. <laughs> Do that on your cooking show. Just send it so we can see fires and stuff. Yeah, Linda's got a whole new studio and everything now. I I love this. I love my laptop. I do. I literally when I opened up the box for Christmas because you know Ryan and Leslie bought it for me, bought me a laptop. I did not expect it at all. And I actually, I thought I was getting an air fryer for Christmas because I kept hinting when we go to Walmart, you know? And so when they had me the box, I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. And I opened it up and I just looked at them and I started crying. I'm like, 
No way. You no, I wanted an air fryer, not a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were laughing like, oh, you thought you were getting an air fryer, didn't you? And I was like, wow, this is way better. Oh my I should yeah. be editing on my laptop because it's way newer than my, my own PC is. <laughs> Bill H says he has an Apple IIe. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I'm old enough to know what he's talking about, too. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those. And, uh, and, and he's watching the podcast on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my Lord. They didn't even have the internet. They didn't even have the internet back then, did they? I don't think so. Back then, I, oh my gosh, I feel like I feel old. Wait a minute. I was going to say, how did Will Fly not get any sunburn? But he yeah. probably didn't even go outside. Dude, I, I did. I got plenty of sun. Trust me, you just can't tell. But no, I was red as a beet. Okay. Because I can, I know I can tell I'm darker for sure. I got, I got crispy. I had on sunblock and still got crispy. So. Did you fly like <laughs> did you wait till most people left and then fly on like Monday? I, I didn't. I flew one, I had one flight and I, it was for 30 minutes. Wow. Satisfied. 100 percent satisfied because I I did not want to leave the crowd. Okay. That's what all the action is, and and it's so pretty just being down there talking about it. It's nice to be the judge. You know what I mean? Just gotta sit back yeah. and watch landings yeah. and watch you actually learn a lot doing that, you know. Hmm. But uh, it's that's great. Good. Cool. You guys, you guys had decent weather anyway, so that's <clears throat> that was a plus. You it know, was a plus because yeah. we weren't expecting that decent weather. So yeah, it yeah it's going to be um, Saturday. It's going to be seventy-ish and uh, sunny. And as long as you don't get the gusts like we had, holy moly! Yeah, those those should be gone now, hopefully. Yeah, we just coming towards you, we just went through three days of just smooth glass air of an evening. Wow. So that'd be heading your direction, hopefully. Hey, I'll, I'll go flying mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we have smooth glass air for the next couple of Butter. days over here. Butter. And one good thing about being a paramotor instructor over at Paramotor Arkansas is that we work from sunup to sundown seven days a week, but that also means too that we get up and go fly every morning and every evening and sometimes midday. And we just fly, <laughs> fly, 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 fly. Good for you, man. Absolutely. I'm jealous of that. Damn it. Well, you know, <laughs> just, well, just quit your job and come over here. And no, no, no. I, if, if I quit my job, I'd have to be training paramotor pilots and i can't do that yet so that's not <laughs> <laughs> gotta make money somehow you know oh, we have a lot of fun over here butch fly uh, is going to be going up early again tomorrow so i think that we probably need to wrap this up so we can get some sleep because i tell you what it's getting early in the morning where the sun comes up was it six o'clock now that this that yep. yeah. sunrise Safety. 5.53 was what ours was. Yep, so we can almost get up at, or almost fly at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. And it's supposed to be nice until 11 o'clock, still butter. So, I mean, we're going to have to land a couple of times just to fuel up to continue to fly. Oh, my gosh. That means on Saturday, I got to I gotta be up by 6 o'clock because I'm going to be, like, so excited. You won't be able to sleep because that's what happened to me. But. Yeah. 
six is early. I went up at six thirty. By seven thirty, the wind was crap. So I mean, but that was because of that storm. Um, so yeah, usually you can stay up longer than that. Yeah. yeah All right, it. guys. Any last thing that we want to talk about before we sign off? Mm. Nope. And we go on the after after private show, or whatever. Then I, I got I you know I always have a question after after so sure we can do that Leave all right so thank you very much mark mark um uh baron that came on the show today our guest man amazing guy all the that information is down below check out his youtube channel check out his bio uh this is the first time that you've just joined us well rewind go back and listen to the whole thing over again it's, it's yeah. awesome That's you can also listen yeah, and you can listen on your favorite podcasting app. Just search for PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Uh, JBPPG.com, James Bevel, thank you so much for everything that you do for the show. I definitely appreciate you. Butch Fly from PPGButch.com, thank you so much for everything that you've done for me over here, helping out uh, and learning how to fly, being safe. Yeah, definitely awesome. You did really good. Real quick for, for you guys. He went out to the field, had everything laid out. Everything was ready to go. And he goes, you know what? I don't feel it. Packed it up, put it away. Good. Uh, that is a that is a good pilot. When you just don't feel it, when you're ready, when you're already laid out and you're like, I don't feel it, I'm just gonna pack up. So good for you, Butch. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's better to do that than risk it and take off. And then, you know, I knew I should have put my stuff away. At that point, it's too late, you know, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Great instructor taught me better to be on the ground wishing you were in the air than in the air wishing you were on the ground. Yeah, that is definitely true. So good for you. I buddy. was wishing I was on the ground Thursday. <laughs> I bet you, <laughs> bet you were. Um, for everything you do, man. Thank you. I also got Scuba Steve from ParamotorDude.com. He has an awesome podcast talking about vaping and paramotors on friday so make sure you go over to paramotordude.com and check that out also our very own linda anderson you can go over to paramom usa if you want to be on the show it forwards over to her facebook page pm her and say yo i want to be on ppg grandpa's paramotor podcast wait a minute i want to be on linda's podcast i think that's <laughs> yeah that's it that's right. i want to be on linda's podcast i don't know who this oh, grandpa guy is <laughs> so she's got her own show her son is uh is an awesome guy does the paragliding talk.com every thursday night over That's at paragliding.talk.com um definitely yeah. check that out too will fly from will fly ppg man he makes incredible incredible videos if you haven't been over to his youtube channel check it out at willflyppg.com and also one more uh, bump for fly it for gauge. Go ahead, Will. June 8th through the 11th, Bowling Green, Florida. You won't want to miss it. Check it out. Is there a dot com? Is there a page? How do we know more about this? Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't have that, but I can tell you that if you search on Facebook for fly it for gauge, G A I G E, it'll pop right up. Excellent. There you go. Wish I was able to go, but I have to um, go on a, you know, cruise with the wife and, you know, be out in the sun, laying out, not thinking about anything, drinking big old margaritas and, and you know, 
$20 cups. You know how that works out there. Yeah, I ran out of vacation time with this past fly-in, and we ain't even halfway through the year yet. Sucks, <laughs> man. Um, hey, really good thing over at Paramount, Arkansas, and Run to the Sky, unlimited PTO. <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> I might want to check it out one of these days. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for everything you do. Like I said, uh, we are running a nonprofit organization called runintothesky.org. Uh, we're going to be putting up a brand new website very soon, hopefully in a couple of weeks before June 1st. And if not, man, it's, it's just an incredible uh, website. Lots of things to do over there. Uh, if you want to help us out, of course, in the interim, we have the address down below. Uh, you can get, sell, send us a self-addressed stamped envelope with any gift and we will send you some amazing stickers and other things too and if you want to just throw us a couple of bucks we got a cash app at uh run into the sky so thank you very much guys we appreciate you you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week uh where we will not be live we will be memorex we pre-recorded a couple of podcasts so we will still do the show but it won't be live so make sure you go there and check that out they will premiere at the same time at 7 p.m central um, on this channel you'll have a wonderful evening and we will see you when you run into the sky much love i'm Thank gonna you. i'm gonna figure out some way of making that a run into the sky there you go <laughs> All right, so we killed that one, and we were going to say goodbye and good night to everybody on our audio. Good night, everybody on our audio. We definitely appreciate you, James. Did you want to do a um, a secret one, uh, one of those mystery boxes? Yeah, because no one's still claimed yet. So keep it going until it's claimed. All right. Well, how do we get this mystery box real quick? Since this is just the audio version now. So they're going to have to. uh, uh, just, I'm just going to say for now, just send me a text message at, at uh, 309-255-8936. Just say mystery box, and we'll go from there. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you so much, JB. Appreciate it. And we are Audi 5000. Boop. Mm-hmm.